How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Matthew Ralph is here with me today all the way from the UK. And he shares with us some of the mistakes he made in the beginning, same kinds of things that almost all of us do only because we don't know better. He shared what he does now and as well, he has a really interesting influencer strategy. So I hope that you enjoy listening and learning from Matthew. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Writer's Way. I'm here with Matthew Ralph. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Do you go by Matt or Matthew? Either one. Either I, one. Matt is what most people call me, but I put Matthew on my books to sound slightly more official. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> professional, like a but, professional. Yeah. Uh, okay. But Matt's fine. But Matt's fine. Okay, good. Because I saw that your name on here is Matt, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to call him the wrong name. No, Matt's fine. Don't worry. You can call me whatever. Okay. <laughs> well. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, how about you start off by just telling us uh, your journey what about your books? Sure. So just a bit of background, if anyone doesn't know me, so you may have guessed from the accents, I'm from England. I'm currently living in London and I've been writing books for about, well, I've been writing books for a long time, but probably officially, I guess, for about two years, something like that. My first book came out in July, I think it was, of 2018. But my, that was my first sort of test book, children's book um, that I made myself using some online software. And then my sort of first proper book I, I like to call it that came out in 2000 in september 2019 um so my journey actually was a little bit slightly unusual perhaps in that i got into accidentally i never really thought about writing children's books properly it was never i've been writing lots since i was younger i really liked writing but i never thought of actually writing a book myself or how you would do that uh, and then one day i was in 2019 i was traveling to germany for a long weekend and i was walking through the airport and i saw this poster of a sloth and I, I don't remember what the poster was i just remember there was a sloth on it and then on the plane i was obviously you don't have any internet or anything so you can't use your phone then i was a bit bored so i suddenly had this idea of a speedy sloth and how that would work and <laughs> i love rhyming i love rhymes and funny words stuff. so i got my phone out and wrote the first couple of lines of the book on my phone then by the end of the fight I'd written most of the book and then I looked into self-publishing how to do it and I listened to some different podcasts like this one and um, a few other ones that talk about self-publishing figured out how to do it got an illustrator and yeah put up the book and um, here we are a couple of years later and I'm now sort of full-time writing and freelancing and what's the freelancing just so I do so some writing, so writing, proofreading, editing, okay. those sort of services, plus self-publishing uh, consultation, I guess you'd call it, so advice. Oh, yeah, yep. Uh, copywriting, of course. In my background, before being a, an author, was marketing. I worked in marketing for about five or six years. Ah. Um, so I was the marketing manager for several different firms throughout my career. So, yeah, marketing is, is my background, and then I went into children's books, um, and so I'm using those skills on the side as well as writing. Yeah, so you were really well set up because you had those skills already. Did you ever consider for a minute traditional publishing? Like you said, you went right into researching self-publishing. I think when I first wrote Sam the Speedy Stock, which was my first, like I call, quote-unquote proper book, um, <laughs> I got the illustration. I started 
by applying and uh, submitting to publishing houses the traditional and I, I didn't really I didn't get anywhere unfortunately so I then went on to um, an online website fiverr.com I don't know if you've yeah. heard of it which is where I do my freelancing as well so kind oh, of a okay. bit of a full circle so I hired an illustrator through Fiverr and then got the book done and then that's when I went into self-publishing okay. I did try the traditional route but it unfortunately didn't work <laughs> Uh, I still think the book is very good, so I think they made a mistake, obviously. But, um... <laughs> Does it hurt you then? So many people have negative things to say about Fiverr. I found my illustrator on Fiverr too, and so I always ha- highly recommend it. And then I, so many people just diss it online. <laughs> and I, I personally think it's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're working through it. Buyer beware always for everything, but. Yeah, my, no, my, because I, I, I looked into it, illustrators of quite expensive they're obviously very good and everything but i just didn't have the funds or anything especially on a project i wasn't sure if it was going to work so i found a, a one on five and obviously it was quite economical financially yeah. to do it and she's amazing the, the girl that does mine she's i can't draw to save my life so i can barely do sick men so there's no yeah. way i could do it i, hear uh, you. I very much envy people that could do mm-hmm. it um, yeah i hear you so you know, wrote... great i definitely Five is great. Yeah. And you're working full time through that. Yes, I am. <laughs> that's, that's nice working at home. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> what was I going to ask you? Oh yeah. You wrote that you have 10 books now. Is that published though? Or is that just written? Pub- published. Pu- you do? So Yes, I do. I think it's, I think it's eight and then two of them are like a bundle and I also, well, technically, if you count all of them, I have more than 10 because one of my books I translated into quite a few languages. Oh. So I technically have, but so I have eight unique books, I guess you'd call them. Oh, okay. And what languages and how are they selling? So my first book, the one I said that I created myself, that I, I guess I didn't quite my first proper book, um, <laughs> it was, it's called Go On, Press It. It's got a, so on the bit on the front of the cover, so I just, I'll actually show you. I know people can't see this, but I'll just show you. So it's a big, it's a yellow cover with a big uh, red button on the front that says, go yeah. on, press it. Yeah. And on the inside, there's different, it tells you to do things like blow out the candle on the cake. And then on the next page, says, uh, did you make a wish? And the candle's blown out. And then I shake the book and there's an apple tree and the apples will fall out on the next page. So it's for younger children. Yeah. Talk about reactions. And I hadn't seen a book like that, really, that kind of interactive but I created it myself using um, Canva. Yeah. No yeah. Canva. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a favorite tool for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I love it. So I created that and I did, I then translated it because I speak a couple of different languages anyway. So oh. I, I did get professional translators to do it, but I do speak several languages because um, I studied languages at university. Oh, cool. So I used to translate into all the regular languages like German, French, Spanish, Italian, and then a couple of more unique ones like um, Swedish was one of them someone who's Swedish and they did it and they're Japanese (laughs) yeah so So you did that for go on press it yes just for that one and are those ones Um, out yeah those ones have been out since 2018 okay and do Um, they sell they sold at the beginning I feel like they probably dropped off after a while because I wasn't really pushing them anymore because then I got Sam's speedy stop so I was pushing him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and now you have two Sam, the speedy I do have two That's Sam. hard to say. Yes, my, yeah. <laughs> two Sam. Um, the second one came out last month. Mm-hmm. So quite recent. Uh, sorry, July, two months ago. So it was quite recently. Quite recent. Uh, but no, that one's been going really well. They're, they're my, you know, my best sellers and everything. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, I'm really proud of those, those books. Yeah, they look great. 
And do you have plans for more and more? Do you still have that creative? I do. I haven't had a chance to actually do it yet because I've been so bogged down with the marketing side of it. Oh, I but know. Like it. Once you get a handful of books, it's like some inevitably drop off and then some you focus on, but then yeah. that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, no, I have to fully market what I have before I put out new things. And I just saw somebody else, I think Josh Becker on Facebook saying, what do I do? Do I put out new, or do I market what I have? Because you really, it's a real tunnel of energy, like your focus. So you're either focusing, it's so hard to focus on both. So it's like you have yeah. to do one or the other. Yeah. A magic yeah. button would be, we need to go on push it marketing button. Yeah, I, I, I wish. <laughs> that, that's my next project, I guess. Yeah, yes, please get that out for everybody. That'd be great. <laughs> what would you say, like with all these books and all your creative energy and all that, what's your big, what's your big hairy goal? My big hairy goal? I guess the, the goal is to be a full-time writer and getting a full-time income and being mm-hmm. able to do that. Because at the moment I'm doing my freelancing on as well because the books haven't sort of quite made enough scale to do it full-time. But also to grow my audience platform, I really like talking to the readers and stuff like that. And I'd love to have the opportunity to do that more. I don't really get to do that as much at the moment because obviously my books aren't as well known at the moment. Like the dream is to be the next JK Rowling or a very lofty goal, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Rich and famous. But also well, still yeah. also still speaking to the children and signing the books. But also people, rich and famous. Yes. <laughs> I like Being it. Being a man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> counting your money <laughs> yeah that'd be great <laughs> uh, what um what advice do you have for someone maybe who hasn't finished their book i think you've it, you've just got to get on with it i think it's a little bit of tough love in that i had the same thing so when i first wrote sam book i wrote like i said most of it on a on the plane journey simply because i was bored I guess or I didn't have anything else to distract yeah. me which is actually quite a good method just don't have any distractions yeah. trying to turn off, or turn off the wi-fi you don't have wi-fi yeah <laughs> but yeah you've just got to get it done I there were so many times I was putting off editing it because I didn't know how to edit it and you've just got to I just forced myself to do it because you can edit bad words but you can't edit a blank page yeah, yeah. that's that so you've just got to get on with them you can't say tomorrow because tomorrow never comes, as they say. So uh, you've just got to push yourself. <laughs> I love it. Are you a very like disciplined person? <laughs> Somebody listening might yeah. be, oh, that's fine for him. But yeah, No, I'm, no. I, I'd like to say yes, but no, I'm not at all. Okay. No, I, I'm very easily distracted, which is why working from home is probably not the best idea <laughs> in a lot of cases. Uh, cause it's too easy to get distracted by something. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more I realized what I wanted, which is, to be a full-time author and, and all of that. So I think to get to it, I knew what I want. I wanted to quit my day job and do that. And I knew that to do that, I had to write the books and get them out. So I guess it was almost, you can put it off. It's easy. But if you actually, in the end, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. not getting what you want, which is fine. If you want to do it just as a hobby, obviously that's totally fine. But for me, that wasn't the goal. I wanted to be a writer and do it full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good motivator for me to really push myself. Like it was necessary to get the work done. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you mentioned that you have all this background in marketing. Did, do you feel like that really helped you? Or did you still make some mistakes along the way? Or uh, Yeah, I'm sure I'm probably still making mistakes even now. But um, I think it definitely helped in the sense I obviously knew a lot as the background of sort of how to market, where to do it. And obviously at social media and stuff, a lot of people don't really know 
that much by social media or doing it as a business, whereas obviously I did a lot of that. So it did help, but obviously things like advertising on Amazon, you can do um, pay-per-click advertising. I'd never, I'd done a little bit of it, but not to the extent, and not books anyway. So that was a learning experience. I don't, I think I wasn't, I didn't really have a huge advantage. I basically had to just muddle through and figure it out as I was going on. So I think anyone else can do that as long as you're willing to watch endless hours of YouTube tutorials and (laughs) learn and ask. Would you say, did you make any big mistakes? On the marketing side, you mean? Yeah. I think so early on, I didn't look at advertising. I just assumed my book was going to sell, um, (laughs) which maybe it does for some people. I mean, my book did sell well, but I had to push the needle a lot Mm -hmm. to get it going whether that was being in the Facebook groups, which I know you know about, and advertising and getting people to download and look at the book and recommend it and all that kind of thing and getting good reviews. The more reviews you've got, the better your book looks. And I didn't get into advertising for a long time because i just spending money, and obviously I don't want to spend money. I want to make money. Yeah. That was probably my big mistake. I think I didn't look into advertising straight away, and I think I could have got more momentum if I started it sooner. Yeah. But you need to know about advertising before you do it. So don't just go into it because you have to. You really have to know yeah. about it. Yeah, you need to watch the videos or the YouTube yeah. or take a course or do something. Exactly. Or you're either going to be frustrated because you don't spend money or you're going to spend too much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't pay the bid. So when you do advertising on on pay per click advertising, they suggest a bid per click, fifty cents, whatever it might be. Don't pay it. Don't, don't. accept that. <laughs> Put it way down low, like ten cents. Yeah. Off just to see. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll end up like me. I spent five dollars in an hour or something ridiculous. It was, yeah, and I'm, I quickly had to turn them off and figure out what I'd done wrong. Yeah, yeah. now there goes all your profit for exactly the future week. Um, for do you have advice for people like how to show up on social media? So, yeah, I'm, I think I definitely made the mistake of first on social media that I was being too, look at me, look at my book, please buy my book, that kind of thing. And no one really wants, you know, to be sold to. I think like maybe my mum or something probably was <laughs> my biggest fan and she was liking everything and uh, that was really nice of her. But, you know, actual people weren't really interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. So, no, you definitely, I think you've got to do a mix of obviously promoting your book, but don't make it too salesy. Try and in some way incorporate and give people actually what they're interested in. I might post a picture of my day, but somehow get in there, mention about my book and then a link to my book. And it doesn't have to be everything about selling either. You can just put up pictures of your day or something interesting you've seen or whatever it it is. People want, people are obviously following you because they're interested in you. So I think that's, that's what Mm -hmm. it is for me. And, I then started getting into doing a lot more kind of outreach to influencers. That's the thing that kind of, to me, made a big difference. Oh, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so basically, so obviously for my books, children's books, the main, I guess if you look at statistically who's buying books, really, it's usually mothers. (laughs) Yeah, And obviously they would usually fall into a, a particular age bracket as well. I won't say what that age bracket is in case I offend anyone, but people with young children, let's put it that way. And then so what I did was I basically went on Instagram as my sort of main, was what I personally focused on as a little bit of Facebook as well. And I just looked for people who had the word mum in their title or somewhere. So went for people that had a decent number of followers, maybe 10,000 or more. 
and then basically reached out to them and said, I'd love to send you a free copy of my book in exchange for a review on your page. And a lot of the time you either you don't hear back or some people say no, or you have to pay for it. But then if you go for kind of the people that aren't Instagram famous, but they have a decent number of followers, yeah. then they'll usually be happy to get a free copy. And I've met some people that are actually really lovely and you can get to know them and they're really happy to work with you and get free books. And then they obviously promote it to their audience and that's how you can you know, increase your followers a lot. Yeah. Cool. That's good. That's worked. I love that yeah. strategy. Okay. So if any authors listening, maybe want to get in touch with you for um, the copywriting you mentioned or help actually even getting their book up there. You said you did that. How would they find you? So my website is mattrealththewriter.com. Okay. So I have, yeah, that's my website and I've got all my books on there. Links to some of my books and freelancing stuff is also on there. Links okay. to Fiverr. Cool. Okay. And I'll make sure to put all that stuff in the, in the notes for the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was really nice getting to know you and hearing about your, your ups and your downs, your wins and your fails again. (laughs) Okay. Bye, Matt. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. I hope everybody enjoyed putting a voice to the name that we all see on Facebook so often. Please come back and listen to the next episode where I speak with author Lindsay Keller Madsen about how she's using her Kickstarter as a marketing tool. Talk at you next time, everybody.